What's up, everyone? How's everybody doing out there? I am doing well. Um, this is episode 21 of Not Your Average Podcast. And what's up? So today is a crazy day. I'm going to have a special guest, but I'll get into that a little later. Crazy times going on right now. Um, the hurricane in the Bahamas is insane, 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 insane. A whole island wiped out. How is that possible? How is that possible? Oh, oh I'm opening up a beer. Um, Saranac, it's the pumpkin ale. I've been drinking a lot of, uh, Harvest and pumpkin beer lately. So I'm going to try this and see how it tastes. I'm going off right now, but yeah. So let's try this beer. I got a compliment from my last podcast, uh, my last episode, that I've been doing a great job. So I'm happy about that. And you know who you are, so I want to say thank you. Whoop, whoop. So let's taste this beer. Not bad. Like I said last time, my last um, episode is, um, I love um, pumpkin spice. Put it on everything. Drink coffee, like all that. But I've never had like a really pumpkin spice beer. And this is pretty good. Um... Family Brewery, fourth generation, and um, 5.3. So, yeah, it's just Serenette. Pretty good. So, let's get into it. So, yeah, people of the Bahamas, I mean, I was seeing some of the videos that was going around, and a seven year old drowned. I just could not imagine that much water in my house uh, people were like on the second floors and like creeping up the stairs oh one I banging down I think they were in the attic I'm not sure and the water was like you have so much space and mm, oh, I know one thing and I know it's uh, an island you can't get out I mean I don't know the circumstances of everybody but that is scary that's freaking insane I mean, we have three stories here. We have we have a basement. We have the second floor, the first floor, second floor, and we have an attic. I don't know. Even in Florida, um, what else? Carolinas, and we probably feel some of that after effect, or we've already felt it, whatever, because it comes up towards us, so yeah, it is insane, insane, again, I apologize for my phone, because I did not turn it off, I have to remind myself to do that, but yeah, I'm praying for everybody, and that's being affected by this stupid hurricane, um, yeah, eh, I don't know, I just seen that, um, also Walmart is banning some of their guns, so 
I mean, that's a step in the right direction. I don't know what I mean they're banding or what I don't know. I don't know. But I guess that's in the step in the in the right direction when it comes to that. <clears throat> uh just seeing that Antonio Brown has been is being suspended by the Raiders. Since I'm moving on to sports now. Seeing that uh the game starts tonight, not the Raiders game, but it's the Patriots the Patriots. Packers against Chicago at 8 o'clock. Kickoff to the NFL season, which is awesome. My fantasy football is lined up, set up. So I'm playing three fantasy leagues this year. Normally I play two, but I'm in one of the... Um, you can win money. That's uh, all I know. So I'm in that one. So that's my first time, so I'm excited about that. Let's just get into it. The Buffalo Bills let LaShawn McCoy go. Cut him. Out of here. See ya. Bye. Apparently nobody wanted him. They tried to trade him and I guess it wasn't. Nobody was no, like, no value. So, I mean, that's humbling. Because I'm thinking LaShawn thought he was, he had some value. If you go back and listen to the tape where they interviewed him when he was traded to Kansas City. And Kansas City, listen, they're supposed to be going to the Super Bowl. So he didn't land in a bad place, you know. But I think it humbled him because he thought he had some value. I guess they tried to market him somewhere and no one wanted to give them draft picks that was worthy of trading LaShawn. So they cut him and let him go. And he's back with Andy Reid, his old um, coach. So I know he's happy about that. So, hey, I wasn't surprised because I told y'all last episode that I didn't think that LaShawn was going to be on the team for too long. I said once they picked up Gore and they picked up the dude number who changed his number, he was number 40, Singleton, now he's 26. I said that this dude is going to be gone. I thought he would be traded, but I didn't think he was going to be cut. But that's no here nor there. Um, but he's no longer on the team. And we got a young version of him, which is, you know, hopefully he um, he picks up the slack. Because it's going to be an interesting weekend. And I'm excited. I cannot wait for it. Can't wait. I'm so happy we did not get um, Antonio Brown. Because he's just a freaking mess. A mess. A mess. I don't know if if it's true or whatever. That he went in there and told the GM. That he would punch him in the face. Or kick him in the face. Or something in the face. And they suspended him. So, I guess he got his, he's going to get his wish of not playing on an NFL team this year. Because he said in an interview that he could stop playing right now. He might just get his wish. He might just not play this year. Ezekiel got signed, which is great because he was my running back for the fantasy football. So, I don't know how much he's going to play. And I don't even know if I should start him. So I'm still going back and forth with that. I got until Saturday, Sunday by 12 to pull them. So we'll see. Um, what's, what else is going on? Uh, 
Netflix has a series, not a, a movie called The Great Hack. I've been um, hearing people talk about it, and I gotta watch it. Um, what is this? What is this? What did I write? People think that the phones are. Oh, when you think. Okay, so we put our phones down and we think that someone is listening to our phones, all right? Um, but they're not really listening to our phones so much as the behavior that's going on our phones. Like, um, um, what? Instagram, Facebook, like your your habits that you do on your phone, like things that you look for, things that um, you're in Google about. They're finding the patterns of you and they're feeding it back to like Instagram, Google, Facebook, and trying to figure out who you are. It's insane. But yeah, so I'm going to get on that and watch the uh, great hack on, on Netflix. And I've started watching Dave Chappelle. <laughs> A mess. Oh, what I've heard from it. What I what I've seen and heard, it's um it's gonna be funny. Dave Chappelle is hilarious. Inappropriate, but hilarious. I saw seen uh poses done. Um Snowfall is mind boggling right now. Oh Lord. If you haven't watched it, I'm sorry, because I'm about to tell you. Franklin shot the cop and Mel's on crack. Like, what the freak? Spellman girl, I think I told you about this before. Spell going away, excuse me, Spellman and have this her college paid for. And one day her and her boyfriend wanted to try crack. Of all drugs, crack. Crack is whack. That's what Whitney Houston said. I'm on cocaine. But anyway, she tried quack, crack and got strung out for 15 hours and it she she's gone. So Franklin, so Mel's father found out where Franklin lived, trashed his house, found some evidence. Franklin went to the house and asked him for the evidence back. He gave it back to him. He told him that she was not about this life, blah, blah, blah. He said, even if Mel gets clean, and I'm not saying word for word, this is what's said. Um, he said, even if Mel gets clean and we leave, I'm coming back. I'm coming back, and I'm coming for you. Franklin said, okay, you're right. I'm not about this life. Took the evidence, walked by him, and shot him in the head. Boom! Are you kidding me? That's how it happened. Next episode, which is aired yesterday, I have to watch it. Because Mel was about to leave the streets because she found the other crackhead and she was like, I'm not about this. This is not me. She was like, all right, go, Mel. Goody two shoes, blah, blah, blah. Go back to your daddy. In the midst of that, Franklin shot her daddy. So we'll see if Mel gets off crack or what. Because it's insane. Insane. So, yeah, I'm going to crack up this other beer. It's from, I went to Community Bears yesterday, and I got the Ballpark, which I've tried before, I think. And this one is 
short hop. It's a hoppy blonde L. Um, it's a collab with Big Ditch and Resurgence. And what is the percentage on this joint? It is a 5.0. And they were just having great beers. They had three beers yesterday that they um, came out with. Cannot remember. I had silent, silent alarm, which was all right. And oh my god, I had one that was really good. I think that was the one. Yeah, but they're having um, Andre Reed come Thursday. Yes. Because he has read to achieve. So he's going to be there on Thursday. And all the proceeds, I guess, is going to his um, fundraiser, which is great. for Actually, for the Boys and Girls Club, which is his fundraiser. And he came last year, and I got him to sign my hat, which was awesome. Um, yeah, so we're going to try this. And I got a new cup, which I will show you. When I take a picture of this from Community Works, it's a nice bear, nice um, nice little uh, cup that keeps your beer nice and cool. This beer is good. Community beers have great beer. They do. Top, I'll say, I think I did this before, but top three beers I would have to say would probably be oof, Thin Man Community Beer Beltline. Those are my three. I know I'm not talking about nobody else or whatever who else is whatever. I'm saying my top three is those. Those three. So like I said, I have a special guest that's gonna come in here and speak to you guys about um, mental health and things that's going on in our lives. And uh, I've always told you that I want to speak to you about our kids and what's going on with them. And um, so at this time, I'm going to bring in our special guest. So she can come in here real quick and speak to you guys about what's going on. No, not really. We're recording still. So this is my special guest. Why you make so much noise? Introduce yourself, please. Okay, I I will introduce you. <laughs> Everyone, this is Leilani. Um, she's my wife, if you didn't know. Hi, Lay. How you doing? Do you want to try any of these beers that I have here? No. Okay, just ask. Okay, so start, ma'am. Okay, so you know how we struggle with Aaron and both of our kids at the house, right? So um, I was always in denial that we can always figure out a way when it comes to Aaron and treat him in a way that he didn't need medicine. Um, it didn't work. Cried while I'm walking the dog and saying, you know, I guess I think it's time for us to maybe see what kind of medication that he needs to be on. Went, tried, how many different meds? 
How was it? Two different meds, four different doses. Okay, two different meds, four different doses. Fine. Okay. I'm not. That wasn't fine, but in the beginning, all right, the dose was fine. He was uh, responding great. And then no, 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 and no. And all in, in the midst of all this, we got Bella on meds because she was uh, experiencing some focus issues and other. That's it. Okay. So now <clears throat> he and and also too, Aaron is bipolar. His bipolar runs in his family as well. So we went today to have a follow-up with meds and the meds aren't working <laughs> to, to just be blunt. The meds that he's on is the highest that he can go without putting him on side meds. For me, I'm not okay with it. I mean, I don't know where I'm at with it. I'm, this is all new to me, but it's not new to lay. So she, and I'll just let her speak because I'm not speaking for her. So go ahead. So, well, I'll drink my beer. <laughs> so, obviously, the meds aren't working. He's having a hard time adjusting and regulating himself. So, the conversation with the doctor today went. Um, the psychologist that he is, he used to see is no longer practicing. So then which sucks because he was great, right? Phenomenal. Which let's drop his name. Kind of no. Okay. Kind of is forcing us to um, reevaluate. Seek psychiatry. We weren't ready for that part yet. I don't think we are ready for our son to be a part of that system yet. But because we're being forced, it's kind of keeping it, it's becoming more real that Aaron is going to have some more difficulties and this is just his reality. And if you know Aaron, as most most of you who listen to this and who don't, um, Aaron is a great kid. He doesn't have behavior, like he's, how do you say it? Aaron, Aaron's a very kind-hearted, lovable kid who's very adventurous, who's very sportsy, who's outgoing. And in, in school, he's not like he's like an A student. There's no issues in school or nothing like that, right? But when we know the medication is wearing off, Aaron doesn't have focus. I mean, the teacher talks to him, you know, whatever. But when it when he comes down or when he's at home, that's when he can't redirect himself at times he's fidgety um can't focus he's all over the place like he's off the wall yeah he can't regulate himself and he tries it's not that he doesn't want to he he tries so i've dealt with this in the past and so the difficult part for me is putting my own personal views aside and my own personal feelings and realizing that it's not for me it's for him and what's best for him and he's only seven he's still a baby um so it's scary it's scary to know that you're you're 
entering a world where, you know, whether you run into a person that you click with or you don't, these people have control over some decisions in your kid's life. Um, and yes, you are the parent, you, you can say yes or no, but ultimately, you know, they can write that script or they don't have to. And then what your son suffers because let's just keep it real. Aaron needs his medication. There's not a day that goes by that he cannot take his medication. And before you guys get onto, Oh, I don't want to medicate my kids. Believe me, before we even put either one of our kids on medication, we did uh, herbs. We did. We, we did the whole holistic, holistic stuff. We did all of that. This was the last straw. I mean, when I tell you, we looked online and all that, but we're still going to get a diffuser and do all this too. But because there's times when, you know, I think to when he gets to where he understands, he probably, hopefully he doesn't want to be on mess, but for him, he's going to have to be on it. So we're going to do, we're going to continue to do and find ways to um, help him. With that being said, Aaron's very active. So we keep him in everything that we can Sport keep him we in. Can. If whether it be basketball, soccer, dodgeball, anything possible, we we are there to sign him up to Baseball, make sure he yeah. is participating. And we did karate. Did not be- help. Because we know <laughs> that he's a very active kid mm-hmm. and anything that we can do to help ease some of that from him, we're there. Four kids in all, we're mm-hmm. there. Um, you have to be an advocate for your child. You do. You have to be able to have that second voice. And, you know, thank God for the pediatrician we have oh where gosh, we can vent, for, vent to her. And she understands the frustration. She understands, you know, everything we've tried and everything that we want to try and everything that, you know, is beyond our control. And this right now is beyond our control. There's nothing that we more than what we there's nothing more we can do that we haven't already done or we're not already doing so mental health is is a hard hard to navigate it is both tiff and i work in the field so there's no break for us like we work in it we deal with it more so me um all the time and then we come home and we deal with it with our son and daughter um and and we don't regret that. No. None of that. And we're not. Everything is a learning curve for us. And we're not saying, like I said last time on the last episode, I am not here to say, oh, my life is this. It's so Absolutely miserable. Absolutely not. No, not at all. We're just here saying this is what's going on in our household. Mm-hmm. And, and we're trying to, give to navigate. Awareness. Right. We're trying to navigate through this with our kids mm-hmm. to make it aware like listen if you hear this and you have some issues that you think that uh you want to speak to us about feel free you know some of you guys know our number if not you can also comment on the on the on the podcast as well so no what we go through with them is never poor us it's always how can we help somebody else right. how can we help the next person how can we advocate for somebody else how can we advocate for the system because let's just keep it real the kids come in to your home since we're foster parents you know they don't tell us anything mm-hmm. they drop them off and say hey you know let us know when the appointments are yeah that's it and then they give you this piece of paper 
sometimes, or they'll over the phone and you'll ask certain questions and that's a hit and miss sometimes. And it's, it's, it's learning a job. That's what it is. It's learn on the job. You're like, okay, I didn't know this. Oh, okay. And we tell them like, this is what's going on. Oh yeah. I forgot to tell you. Yes. Mom is blah, 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 blah. Prime example. Prime example. Aaron went for mouth surgery in January. Yep. Last year. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, and he was in the prep room right before they took him to the OR and they said, Oh, did you know Aaron had alcohol in his system when he was born? Yeah. And Tiff and I looked at seven years late, six and a half years later, alcohol in the system. Tiffany and I said, well, we knew he had cocaine in his system, but we had no idea he had alcohol in the system. system. So you learn, but that explains too, when we went to the ear, that thing, no, we went to the, yeah, but that was, genetic specialist. Yes, but he did say something about his that. lips, yeah, right. But was, he yeah. doesn't have a... Right, no. Right. Um, but, so, just, the moral of the story is our lives are not easy. Mm-mm. It's very chaotic and crazy. And, you and know... We love it! We do. We drink a lot. Just kidding. No, we don't. <laughs> she may, not me. Because I'm experienced. Don't do that. Don't do that. Well, I'm just okay. saying. You like your beer and not me. Um, so anyways, it is hard. It's, it's, it's great. It's rewarding. It really is. Especially when at the end of the day, when mm-hmm. he comes up to you running and says, I love you. Yeah. Um, I love you. Or, I you know, when he calms himself down yes. and he is able to do it on his and own. And he'll apologize to his sister and he loves her. He aggravates her to no end mm-hmm. and she aggravates him, but it's that love there. And they look for each other. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, at the end of the day, we're going to tolerate whatever we have to tolerate to have to allow our kids to have that. Mm-hmm. What do you always say? For them to have, um, oh my God, you say it all the time. Oh, I can't, I'm having a brain fart. Can we always say that community services? Oh. Forget it, whatever. Um, I can't think. So I guess, so today we were faced with making a decision on jumping to the other side and having to make an appointment for him for a psychiatrist and a counselor. Um, counselor. Um, So if anybody knows me, they know that I ask questions, right? And I need to, I, I need to absorb it. I need to understand it. I need to, you need to take baby steps. So we asked the questions we needed to ask. I then went to work afterwards. And after I sat down with my supervisor and asked, because we're in the field and this is what we do on a daily basis, what are the best psychiatrists? What's the best center to send him to? Who can work with children the best? Who can understand, you know, a seven-year-old boy? Not all psychiatrists work well with little kids mm-hmm. and not all psychiat counselors work well with little kids. So I need to make sure that whoever we choose will be compatible with him. And I know it's all trial and error, but I just want to make sure that we're dotting our I's and crossing our T's because we signed a form stating that we would take his best interests and guide him in the right way and 
I don't want to make the same mistakes I did with my older son. So I just want to make sure I'm asking those questions. So advocating and advocating and advocating has become not only my professional job, but also my job as his mom to just make sure he's getting the best care make sure that his voice is being heard and that what he needs, not what we need, what he needs is being um, taken care of because... I, we just don't want him to become a statistic. We don't want him to be um, a kid that's drugged up. We want him to be as successful as he can be. Right, that's what I was saying. And as um, being able to live, and, and, and be able to live life as a normal person, and not saying he's not normal, but let's just keep it real. Mental health is yeah, when it, you put that stamp thing. on you, it's like it's hard to. It get could it be off. a huge yeah. stigma because we not to get back into. I don't know. If, how many episodes ago that I, I um, talked about the situation with Aaron in the last year and about how the one mother said, well, those kids were, they weren't in They were regular, secluded yeah. from the regular mainstream kids. And when she said that, it took me back and I said, well, wait a minute, what do you mean about those kids? And again, if th- those of you who know me know, I'm very protective and I can snap at a, di- a drop of a dime and completely lost it on this lady. You have no right. None whatsoever. And that's our um, fear, though, is that we don't want... You know, when you when you put labels on people and that's all they see is a label. They, 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 don't, they don't see the kid anymore. They don't see that person anymore. They see that diagnosis. They see that piece of paper of everything that's been written about about the person. They don't see Aaron Estelle no more. They see ADHD. Possible bipolar. Pos- yeah, they see that. You know what I'm saying? Bella. They see ADD. And then they see possible... We don't know. Right. But so, that's just like with when Aaron and Bella are together, they see black and white. Right. We don't see that. Right. They see just brother and sister. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just trying to get rid of that stigma and trying to gear educate people Mm -hmm. education that's a big thing in this field because Aaron's a person he's not a number he's not a diagnosis he's not a a label to a medication he's a person go girl look at you because I deal with this look at you I Girl, did. you go. She, y'all, <laughs> do she this for a living. She's using the words. <laughs> Get I it, do girl. This for a living. Get it, girl. She only been in the field for a year. Stop trying no, to play. No, and me. not even. I'm that. just playing with you, like. I work. It's, it, listen, this is a podcast. Okay. It's it's a joke. It's joke. Almost and I know it's a serious years. subject. I know it's a serious almost subject. Almost twelve years. I've been in the field eighteen. Don't play okay. Me. Well, don't, girl, don't try. Don't try. <laughs> I'll, I'll put you on. Okay. <laughs> and also, too, you have to have a sense of humor because I'm telling you. When we're in it together, it's gonna be days. It's days when me and Lena mm-hmm. do not agree, and I'm there. I'm, I'm very strong, and so is she. And when I tell you, that I did not want to put him on medication. I was firm about not putting him on meds. And I Leilani, had to sit back and allow her to see it, feel it, and go through it. And there was one time where she said to me, "You're never there for me." And it wasn't that I wasn't there for her. I needed her to come to that conclusion on her own. I could not be that person to say, you have to do this, you have to do that, you have to do this. I had to have her come to that conclusion and realize 
this is what he needs. It's not what we want. It's not what we need. It's not what we desire. It's what he needs to be able to be functional. Because um, at that point, he wasn't functional. Aaron was just... He just didn't understand and he couldn't grasp it. And he couldn't explain it either. No. I mean, at no. times he can say, Mama, I'm on 10. And I'm like, buddy, well, where do you need to be? And he's like, on five. I'm like, okay, five is good. I said, you get the five, you're great. And then there's times when Aaron doesn't want to be bothered. He'll go upstairs in his room and he's chilling. But that's also taught. Right. We've been working with Aaron since he was two mm-hmm. on how to recognize when he is upset. Yes. It doesn't always work, guys. No. It really doesn't. Yeah. But yeah. But at least we're instilling it. And, and you know, he, he knows. Right. He just sometimes doesn't catch it fast right. enough. And so, he's, and he's, besides all of this diagnose, he's still a seven-year-old going through emotions. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's hard for so, boys, right. especially boys, to be able to express yeah. themselves properly. And, and we're, we're a gay household. We're lesbians. And all we do is express, <laughs> emotions. express our emotions. <laughs> so, I mean, he's kind of in the right place. Like, come on. Just let it out. Let it out, dude. So, yeah. Um, that's where we're at with Aaron. Aaron and Bella. I mean, not we're so, more so Aaron. No, not Bella, so, yeah. Bella is content right now. We're we're fine with the the level. She of medication. just have a mouth. Well, that's just a girl for just you. Woo, honey. Um, we're fine with the level of medication the yeah. treatment that she's receiving at this point. Mm-hmm. We don't. I I personally don't foresee it until she menstruals. Yeah. Um, oh, but Jesus. we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Um, right now, we're just concentrating on. Getting Aaron what Focus, he needs, yeah. and and the great thing is, in the meantime, his his doctor is going to continue prescribing the medication he's on for mm-hmm. now. Um, and although it's not working a hundred percent, it but does it's, it's, work it, a little bit. Yeah, it regulates and him. at least it takes some of the edge off mm-hmm. where we can work, continue to work harder with him, um, and, and you know, just continue to have that build that team for him, um, yeah. and just hope for the best. So on the flip side, Jeremy is now 25 pounds. That's a fo- one of our foster kids. Oh, I haven't really spoken too much about oh, the foster well, kids. Well, I'm excited. So because he came to us at 14 months old, weighing 14 pounds. He's now two years old as of yesterday and is weighing 25.8. And um he, he got went, a shot today. He went from 0.1. On the growth chart, 0.1% to 29% in 10 months. I am super stoked. I, and no thanks to his bio mom. Total big thanks to myself and Tiff. Um, because we've worked really hard with him too. So this is a constant in our household. But you know what? It, it wouldn't be us if we didn't do this. It wouldn't be our lives. I think our lives are chaotic as, as always. And... Leilani likes chaos. I I thrive. She thrives on it. I thrive and I, I don't do like well. It. And you know, it is what it is. I am I'm, I'm good with it. I love being a mom. But I'm riding the wave with her. <laughs> I love being a mom and I love doing what I do. So Until I get off. <laughs> and that's what? what we do. Yeah. So we're gonna end up you got something else to say? Well, yeah. If you guys have any questions on mental health or any suggestions that you might have suggestions on regarding Aaron and maybe some ideas that you guys can give us on um, focusing yeah yeah. 
our, um, I don't know, what's the cold words, like Kelly said today, the cold oh, words, coming up with cold right. words to try to redirect himself to teach him how to do that. What was it um, for her she daughter? She said compromise. Compromise. She had to, she looked at the word, she's, her, she heard what her mom com- say yeah. it. What was a compromise? And then she said compromise, compromise. So that meant that they had to work together to come up with a solution. So we're going to try yeah. that. But we're if there's any other the suggestions yeah. out there, please feel free to... Either, Drop a comment or yes, something. because we're always willing to try whatever and anything. And Lord knows that you know I do this for a living, and I take everything I say to my parents, and I do it here. So um, I'm just chilling, drinking beer, though. That's me. So and remember, self care. Yes. You know, Tiff and I dedicate every Friday night to ourselves. We self care Friday, honey. Yeah, and, it's called self care Friday now, and we <laughs> we we commit to that. You know, you have it to. may not be like an all nighter, but it, might, it, might it could be an hour, right. and we're okay with that as long as we know we had time to decompress. Absolutely, we talk whatever we need to talk about, and you know, we have a couple of drinks and we keep it moving. And you know, and the that's next the morning. Key. We start all over again. The key is to always take time for yourself because we can, as 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 a as a relationship, you can take one one each other for granted. So self care is a must. All right, guys. So on that note, thank you. We're leaving, and she's out, and I'm on. I am out. So this was a great episode. This episode went long, y'all. So that's always awesome. So I am done. I got some music for you guys at the end of this. And like I always say, be someone smile today and one love on that. So this is episode 21 of Not Your Average Podcast. And I'll speak to you guys next week. Peace.